Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 564. I'm your host, Chris Fertos, coming to you from Merritt, British Columbia. Yeah, we're going to talk some football tonight, CFL football, and that's kind of what we're doing. This had free agencies over with. We got the all the big signings are done there. Even Tim White just got signed. So, you know, there's a whole pile of things that are happening. So now we're going to go into the lull that's really nothing is going to happen until training camp starts because there's just nothing that happens. Yeah, there's some combines, and then there's the draft, and who really gives a shit? We don't, or I don't, anyhow, but most people don't, because um, it doesn't matter. It really makes no difference on to what your team is going to do this year and or next year, so why worry about it? Um, it's kind of all excited, but it's not. Uh, so I don't know. What else are we going to do? We're just going to talk about what uh, the Charles has got our agenda up there, and we'll figure out what's happening, and uh, let's go around the panel and uh, introduce everybody. Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Good evening. Thank you very much. I'm doing pretty well. Just out here in Abbotsford, another day, another dollar, as they say. Yeah, there you go. Actually, there's two of you in yeah. Abbotsford. Right here in Abbotsford, aren't you? That's right. We're I am indeed. I am indeed. You betcha. And, and, and up till six years ago, there would have been three of us, but I moved out of that, yeah. that town. Anyhow, anyhow, that's what's going on. So, Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing really good. No complaints. So, so you're off the air here. You said you're going to go uh, to BC Place Stadium this weekend, and you're uh, photo- uh, photographing the um, the rugby seven. Is that correct? Yeah, World Sevens are in town it, for I don't know cool. the sixth year. Yeah, is this a yeah, hobby, yeah. or is this a job, or uh, what's the event? Uh, I understand Rugby 7 and what they're doing, but why you, you seem to be being a photographer. Is this a media thing, or is this just personal, or what's up? Short answer, yes. It is, it is a media thing. I, I'm fortunate enough to have done some work for BC Rugby and Rugby Canada, and uh, they are kind enough to give me a, a media pass to the event, so I get access on the field and take pictures and uh, – Peddle my wares to um, usually Team Canada families that want pictures of uh, of their players. So it's a, it's a it's my full time business nowadays is photography. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. Maybe you'll get a CFL media pass and you can go to the Lions games. No, that doesn't interest you. It's exciting. It's just kind of cool that we got a celebrity on the panel here with us. I. I, I, I've contemplated asking them, but um, um, <laughs> I hate driving into the city. I really hate. Yeah, I don't blame the you. City. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It, I do it all uh, the time, but I uh, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. There's there's um, it, it's a little it's a little harder to get access to when uh, 
when you're talking. I mean, world rugby is not a – I mean, it's the pro league players are paid, but in Canada it's not, you know, hounded on by all the media. So CFL is a little tougher to get access when you're not attached to uh, an actual bona fide media source. Well, you, you can tell yeah, that you're true. part of the Let's Talk CFL podcast, you know. And you, well, you know that is that that is, you know that's that's not a bad that's not a bad idea. CJ. Yeah. that's not a bad idea. I'm not totally yeah, sure they, that's going to do you any yeah, help at all. Please tell me your answer. If you, if you get there, they might beat you with rubber hoses. You never know. Not <laughs> not not sure not sure how I show the pictures on the podcast, however, but. <laughs> Oh, you're one of them guys, I'll tell you. You're one of them now. Get away from us. Them guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wear, we know I'll all about you guys. Big, I'll just wear a big sign that says I'm not Will. No, just say you're Christopher Jones. That'll get you lots of attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to help you much, honestly. As they know, begin to pummel you. But... Yeah. Well, I I know no, guys that have made up. I never got. I know guys I'm have, kidding. Yeah, no, I know guys that have made up false media outlets, you know, like um, vlogs and whatnot, and post them online, and they use that to try and, uh, you know, garner uh, garner credentials. But I'm I'm too lazy to go to that extent. I I, I get what I can and do what I can and. It's happy. I've, I've been well, fortunate the last number of years. There's always been a player on Team Canada who actually played football for me at one point when he was in high school that has played national rugby and international rugby after his high school career. So, Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Very actually, cool to see him go on with his sport. Yeah, a long time ago when we first started all of this, we were sponsored and we kind of uh, – we still have the intro up there for last word on sports, which was a uh, almost like kind of a, like a three down nation thing, only much bigger than that. It was more, more what, what the bleacher report sort of thing like Charles, isn't that kind of what they were? Because they, they crossed multiple, multiple sports. Um, so there was a contingent in Canada that did, did CFL. And I actually got media credentials through them for the first year that we were doing this, but I, I never used them. It just didn't seem that there wasn't much of a point in it. I just went and watched the football games. I didn't really want to do anything about it. And write an article. I used, write articles all the time on the, on CFL. Nobody agrees with me, so I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> that's not true. A lot of people agree with me. It's just that there's so many people that are, um, what did you say, vocal? Yeah, I think it's vocal in, in a counterproductive way. Mostly bomber fans for some reason. I don't understand what's going on with them. Okay, so um, Willie's in the background here still. Sorry, I uh, forgot all about you, buddy. How are you doing today, That's William? Okay, I am. Fine. How did that make you feel? <laughs> I, I well, you know what? That's I forgot all about you. It, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I know Christopher Jones really loves me, like a retarded half brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said that word again. Sorry. Um, hmm. I'm Buddy, good. you can't use those words here. We get in I know, trouble. Remember? I know. I know. Well, you get in trouble. I don't. Um, you know. Yeah, I, I don't understand I had, that one either. Well, so I got my, Monday. I had Monday off, which was awesome, and I get Friday off, hmm? which is awesome. So I only have a three-day work week. 
And on and on okay. Friday, I'm going I'm going to get my eyes uh, done so that I'm going to see like a real human being apparently for the first time in my life. Well, we shall see how that. Yeah, works. that's kind of interesting. Uh, I wish you all the best on that, William. Um, mm-hmm. I did do uh, laser surgery for my wife back. Oh shit! Must be twenty twenty five years ago now. At least twenty five years ago, and uh, yes. it was probably the best best present I ever bought for anybody. Um, she was just so yeah. ecstatic. Uh, she said she was seeing colors that she never thought existed. And uh, Wait a minute. The, the and she, fi- she finally got to see that? you. She finally got to see you perfectly, and she didn't divorce yeah. you? It, Holy shit. No. Okay. Yeah. So see, it wasn't, the, the it biggest, wasn't a successful procedure. The problem procedure. with it was that she no longer needed her glasses, at night, yes. so that she yes. could see the clock when I came home. Oh, okay. Hey, now I I don't go out drinking and partying with the boys anymore, so I'm not coming home at one, two, three o'clock in the morning anymore. But uh, before she couldn't see the clock, so she didn't know what time I came home. But now, now then she, you know, I fixed her eyes, and then she looked at the clock, and then she gave me shit the next day because I came home so late. Um, cool. Yeah, it was kind of a, you know, a good bad scenario sort of thing, right? Yep. But, um, yeah, yeah, so I I wish you all the best. Good luck, and uh, hopefully it works out for you, and uh, everything is good. If not, if not, you know, not next week, but the week after, I'll show you guys my white cane on the show. Oh, wait a minute. You can't see me anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) what can I say? No, we won't won't see the white cane. Okay. So that no, won't, be a, okay. won't be a problem. Okay. okay. Excuse me. Okay, so let's uh, let's get in and talk in some football right now. So we've got uh, up on the agenda here with Charles. Uh, the big signing was the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats took the holdout. Uh, two-time CFL All-Star receiver Tim White, who was looking for 300K for the season. And he uh, ended up signing, I think it was around 265 on for two year deal and it uh yeah it, it doesn't look as as juicy and as wonderful as what it could have been uh i think he was uh priced himself out of the ballpark obviously but uh you know 35,000 shy of of his goals not really that bad is it huh. Charles what's your what's your thoughts Charles I mean, I was uh, – obviously, he wasn't going to get the 300000 he was looking for. That was pretty obvious. But to be honest, you get two sixty-five at that point in free agency, uh, I think he did pretty well, to be honest, because we know that if you don't sign until, like, the – if you don't sign in the first two to three days of free agency, it's tough for you to get anything. And basically, he was able to get uh, – not quite what he asked for, but not far off. Um, so you got to give him credit for that. He held out. He got what he wanted. I mean, I don't think anyone other than Hamilton would have given him that much. I think uh, Hamilton probably values no. him more than other teams. Nobody else is going to give him that much money. So uh, he did pretty well for himself. You got to be uh, – I'm a little bit impressed because, like you said, uh, he had been uh, not signed in the first few days of free agency. I thought he might end up having trouble because he didn't seem to want to come off what his asking price was. But uh, he got what he wanted, or, or close to what he wanted, so good for him. 
Yeah, Hamilton it, was the it, only one that was going to give him that much. It's kind of a rock and a hard place, you know. He held out. He got yeah. more than what I thought he would get. I thought he should have been in the mm-hmm. two and a quarter range, if that. And uh, ended yeah. up with two sixty five, which is great. You know, good for him. Right. Uh, you're right. I don't think anybody else would have signed him for anywhere close to the no. two sixty five. And no. uh, Hamilton's happy. Tim White's happy. The Hamilton Tiger Cat fans are happy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a win, win, win. Uh, but yep. it's still, it, it, we've they still over this. It, it, <clears throat> two sixty five is too much money to be paying a receiver. Just. Fact of the matter, I, you know, I think receivers at the top end is, is two two twenty would be top. Is Geno Lewis still um, signed with Edmonton? Is he still making yeah, three three hundred yep, twenty yeah. or something this year? Yep. Well, he was making three twenty last year, so mm-hmm. maybe he's going to earn it this year. Well, but according to the article Charles put on the agenda. He's only making yes. two twenty this year and two thirty five mm-hmm. next year. Okay. And as it is, he yes. made he made he made two thirteen last year. So we're only talking you do the math, a seven thousand dollar increase. Yeah, but but he has some performance bonuses in here that could bring him up to two sixty five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so okay. possible. Gotcha. So, yeah, right. So it, it's possible he's going to earn 265. That's not probable. They don't really have a quarterback over there, so it's hard for a receiver to meet all the performance bonuses you that dis- you don't have somebody you throwing you a ball. Levi? Are you dissing Bo Levi again? Come on. <laughs> well, I just beat oh, you to it, so... So, you know, he, he, good on him for what he asked for. He got 220 plus some performance bonuses, which could be 265. Next year, he's got 235. He's he's up, like you said, only seven grand over last year. Which, and he held out for an ex- Who's phoning me? Hang on. I Not me. I'm already talking to you. Uh, it looks like Rudy's phoning you. No, it's somebody from Merritt, actually, and uh, I I can't take the call right now. I think I know who it is, but um, obviously I can't take the call. I'm in a podcast. Um, yeah. Okay, so that that's Tim White. Um, Rick, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, are, you've been hanging around this week long enough to know what receivers are worth, and is this good, bad, or ugly? 300 is stupid money, and... and um, the thing with free agency is like this guy wasn't in a very good spot after it passes, and obviously nobody else was offering him money to boost to boost his worth with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, right? So it's kind of like I'd say he had the one place to sign with, so good for him for signing. Hopefully, he can get his performance bonuses. Yeah, well. I, I, I don't think anybody – there's no other team in the league that's looking for a high-end receiver like that. It just it – wasn't, it wasn't in the cards this year. Yep. I mean, they, they did, there wasn't a lot of movement on the receivers around this league. So, 
But good on them, and uh, you know, shit nope. happens and carry on. And like I said, they have the Tiger Cat fans are ecstatic that Tim's back in there, and uh, good for them. And you know, it's, it's, we're, we need to start the season. Is it June yet? Can we can we say that yet? Are we allowed to? <laughs> is, it, is it June? Yeah, yet? you can say that. You can say that. Oh. Actually, I, I think it actually starts in May now, doesn't it? Training camp like week second week in May. Yeah, no, I think there's a exhibition games in May. Yeah, yeah late maybe. May. Yes, there is. I believe the first so. exhibition game is something like uh, May 29th. Yeah, so that that would be a good thing. I mean, I'd I'd be happy with that. I mean, we where where are we? We're right at the end of February. This is a leap year, by the by the way, guys. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. There's a uh, 29 days in February this this month. We make up that extra quarter of a day every four years. So yeah, so what do we got? We, we're March, April, like ninety days, ninety days until we're we're in football. That's that's not bad. Three months. We're, we are going to have to entertain ourselves during that time because this is literally the worst time of the year for football yeah. news. Right after free agency, between free agency and the start of the season, people say, oh, you got the combine, you got the draft. Does anyone really care about these things? Uh, they're so dull. I, see, I mean, I know Will has said that he's watched the combine before. I've tried to watch it, and after about two guys, it's all the same. 100% and the draft is. is dull, whether it's present day or 14 years old. FYI, guys, yeah. uh, the first uh, the first preseason game is May twentieth. So, so it's oh, that hard. early, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. I didn't think it was that early. Jeez, that is early. Yeah, it is. That might be the earliest I've ever seen it. Yeah, and I can recall, anyways. Really, May May twentieth. I mean, May twentieth, yeah. Me, me, week one this year, regular season is June fifth. So, yep, yes. So, May twentieth. That's Victoria Day. Yep. yep. Yes. Our great monarch's birthday. Okay, so yeah. um, we're done on on. Tim White, I am done, I'm done with him. There's no point in talking about him anymore. He's he's signed. He's done. It's old news. Move on. Um, Rudy keeps sending me things here. Uh, he's trying to tell me that the actual uh, hard no. money that Tim White is getting is under 200k, <sighs> which is is highly possible. But you know, uh, his total's up there, so we'll see what happens. Can I ask a question? If he's like uh, sending you stuff, why is he not on? This is know. Rudy, old Rudy. This isn't 2.0. This oh, is old Rudy. Rudy. Okay. Yeah. My mistake. This is Rudy 1.0. Okay. I did not realize that. Right. Yeah, I, I honestly I haven't heard from Rudy 2.0 in, 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 since before Christmas. As He's said, curling. Hi, bye, kiss my He's ass curling. or anything. So. It's the height of curling. He's curling. Christopher. Stop it. Okay, there's nothing oh, else to do in Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yes, oh, to live in Winnipeg. 
<clears throat> yeah, not going to happen. Okay, next up on the agenda here, we've got the BC Lions uh, have signed quarterback uh, Vernon Adams Jr. to a contract extension through two. 2026, so uh, they extended them through this year, 25 and 26, so it's a three-year deal that's come up right now, and it's a decent money. Um, he gets a $200,000 signing bonus plus $395,000 in hard money in 2024, uh, half a million in hard money in 2025, and, uh, again, half a million in 2026, which half of that salary now is guaranteed mm-hmm. in, for his third, third and final year, right? So no matter what happens right now, he gets uh, $250,000 in 2026, even if he's not playing football. Good, bad, luckily, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm just not sure about that CBA. I, why would we pay him if he's not playing for us. I've, I've always had a problem with that. I don't have an issue with these non-guaranteed contracts. If you're not capable of playing football, you shouldn't be getting paid. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. There you are with your player-hating stuff. No, I'm not player-hating. I'm being facetious. That's what some people online would say. But I know what you mean. The fact of the matter is, is that if you're if you're going to cut the guy, you cut the guy. You're not mm-hmm. going to play. I don't want him on my team anymore. He's not capable of playing football at the highest level that we want him to be. So why do I pay him? Now, mm-hmm. now you're giving now you're giving Hamilton an inferiority complex because they're doing exactly that thing as we speak. <laughs> Yeah, of course they are. They're they're paying Bo Levi and he can't play. <laughs> anyway, well, this is a this even is when he plays, year, right? Not his third. His third year is, is yeah. that's even scarier. Yeah, right. This is the second they just, year. They up. just extended. They just extended his contract, and it was just like, seriously, he played what four games, three games last year. Was injured. Did they? Came back but for did one, they, one and a half games. I can't. Did they extend it, or did they just re they just re messed with it? Well, they renegotiated they, it, obviously for less they, money. I don't think they extended it. Trust me, I don't think they extended it. No. No. Because it, no, it, I don't think it, it I don't think they did. Deal. I think it was a renegotiation. Yeah. Yeah, it was a two-year deal, not a three-year deal. If I'm correct, that's I, right. I don't, Right, yep. so he wouldn't be getting any hard money in his third year, and this and is it, his second it, year with them. Yes, and it probably came down to, Bo, do you want to play football? If you do, then you got to take less money. Period. Okay, if not because you suck. Yeah. We're cutting you because you suck. Hundred percent. So, well, yeah. I. I understand the fact that he got hurt playing football for them. But what idiot didn't think he was going to get hurt? Well, he hadn't been healthy in a few years. He hadn't had a whole healthy season. Yeah, but exactly. He, what made them think it was going to get any better? In one of the earlier games he got, he got, he got hurt in, didn't, in that, wasn't that the game where he threw three picks in the end zone that game? 
or something yes, like that? It yes, it was. Yes, okay. it was. Because he was throwing flutter balls for, to D-backs? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, okay. What can I say? Well, it, there's anyway. not much to say about it. I mean, like, <clears throat> seriously, you, you've got a guy like Trevor Harris over in, in Saskatchewan right now. And, you know, Ryder fans are, like, jumping up and down. They're ecstatic. They think this is it. Oh, my God. They're at the top of the power rankings. They, they won free agency. They, you might as well play on the fucking parade the way that these guys are talking in Regina. And they still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but how, how, do, you, how, do, you, how do you get yeah, excited like about I, that? Like I've mentioned mm-hmm. before, like I've mentioned before, they have a better quarterback than they've had in a number of years. Sorry, they do. Okay, Trevor Harris is an upgrade. Well, of course he is. Trevor Harris is an upgrade. Okay. Go look at his his stats over the 11 years that he has been in the CFL and tell me what year he completed. He has never completed a season. No, he completed one season. One? one season. Okay. One season, he dressed for 18 games. Mm-hmm. Okay. He didn't start 18 games, but he he dressed for 18 games. Right. So, like, and that that was with Montreal. So, like, seriously, how can you bet the farm, literally, because that's where they are, uh, on on somebody who can't play football? And yes, yeah, but, he, is, he is a talented football player. We've always said that. But then you don't know yeah, whether but, good Trevor Harris is going to show up or bad Trevor Harris is going to yeah, show but up. What, and, what and whether or not he even gets hurt. What else was out there this year? Really? What Nobody. else was out there? Okay. Nobody. So, and I thought we were talking about Vernon Adams here anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's a good Vernon point. Adams. We trailed off on Trevor Harris. Yeah. Yeah. I, we, just, I thought we, were we talking went about off on Vernon a tangent. Adams. We actually went, we went over to right. Paul Levi Mitchell for a bit too. Yeah, but, I know. You know, I, it, it, I I I think BC signing him to a couple year extension is a good thing. I I mm-hmm. think he's he's arguably the second or third best quarterback in the CFL. Okay, but yeah, and that's a and that's mm-hmm. a debate. Yeah, but. He still hasn't brought them them to the promised land. So let's see how he does. Well, I agree. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, I did put up some stats from last season. He was first in the CFL with just under 5,000 passing yards. He was first in the CFL with total yards. He had Uh 10 10 plus 300-yard passing Uh games. Okay. Uh-huh. He had the most passing mm-hmm. yards in one game of 458, and he was second in total touchdowns. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, when you're looking at kind of stats like that, it, it, it's hard not to argue with them. And, you know, mm-hmm. and I was talking to uh, uh, Ralph Hertzberg on, on, online here, and, and this is Bobber fan, right? And he goes, and all the clans don't give him any credibility. And I said, you know, it's funny as hell. But, you know, the reality is that he really hasn't done anything. He hasn't grown. He's not matured enough to be that 
elite quarterback because he's never been on a consistently good team. Last Correct. year he was on a on a good football team, mm-hmm. and and you could see him progressing and through the season, season as he got better and better and better and more comfortable mm-hmm. in the pocket and and everything else. But he still had brain farts like that Toronto game, right where right. You know, shit happened and and he, you know and once you get into the quicksand you can't get out of it. And so no, you know he, he's going to grow through that hopefully, and now he comes into his. I, I, I don't want to say the elite status and stuff, but it's a good possibility that that's what we can say about him next year. Maybe if they if they if they turn around and don't put it on all, all on his shoulders, i.e., they need 100%. a fucking running game. They need a running game, and they he will get and they brought in William. Get better. He will get better mm-hmm. if they have a consistent running game. For sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. And they brought in William Stanback. But that's board. not the Yeah, but that and William Stanback's not the only thing because that also has to do with how, how their offensive line plays. Because you can have the greatest running back in the world if the offensive line doesn't give you any holes, um it's not gonna matter. Right. But they tried yeah, to rely yeah, on the no. past they tried to rely on the past last year and it didn't work. Okay, they had a great receiving core, but it mm-hmm. didn't work. It's that simple. It well, didn't it work. It did work. It did work. Well, no, well, it, didn't. it just wasn't enough. Yeah, I what mean, they the got old, them second is, place, but it didn't the, get them to the Great Cup. I mean, you can talk stats all you want, but what's the only stat that I care about? The scoreboard. Winning the Great Cup. There you go. That's the only stat that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at this. And, and, and the, the only one that did great. that was Cody Fajardo. Who was the quarterback who won the Grey Cup last year? <laughs> Cody Fajardo. Cody Fajardo. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, yeah, I mean, you have to have the running back. You have to have the receiver. Now, he's going to have a few less receivers this year. Dominic Rimes is gone. It uh, does not look like Lucky Whitehead is coming back, so he's going to have to make sure. I mean, not that we had, don't have, still don't have talented receivers. We do. But, you know, you, you're going to have a few less weapons, but they're going to have to make more of the running game, like we're saying. Because without a running game, and it showed in the Western Final uh, the difference because Winnipeg had a running game and BC didn't. And you could tell the difference. And um, so they got to get that running game going. That's the biggest concern, I think, this season for the Lions, to get that running game going. Charles, if the Western final had been in B.C. instead of in Winnipeg, if B.C. hadn't fucked the dog on that last game, it would have mm-hmm. been a different result. I honestly believe it very well may have. When you go play cold weather games in Winnipeg in November, you need mm-hmm. a running game. Yeah, you Bottom can't line. rely on but the passing when you're alone. You're cold just not going to work. In BC, you can go mm-hmm. up there and act like it's May. Right. Okay. But in the cold weather, so, it's just not going to work. Right. Right. So I mean, hundred percent, BC lost that game. Yeah, because of what they did earlier in one game or prior to that, right? 
right. point spread on on Winnipeg, and I don't really remember the 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 ins and outs of it right now. But I, I if I looked at it, I would come back and I mean BC did failed it. Uh, what was it? It was on the last play of the game or something like that where they did something stupid. So, well, that was the one where Dominic Rhymes had the had caught the ball That's and right. decided to go for a touchdown. Yeah. If he had just gone down, they would have been in field goal range and they could have kicked the field goal and won the game. That's what, That's exactly that was, right. what that and was. Then, and then the Western yeah. final would have been in BC place. BC would have beat Winnipeg. BC would have gone over to Hamilton and beat Montreal, and we would have been great cup champions. Just mm, like that. Well, yeah. okay. That's a little bit of revisionist history, but I I could turn that around and say what, what, you can't what, argue with me. Wait a minute. No, I could turn around and say, what are you guys talking about? I mean, after all, BC didn't lose to the Grey Cup champion. They lost to the loser of the Grey Cup champion, right? So mm-hmm. the sand. Yeah, but we also yeah. No, I know. And and who did Toronto lose to? Oh my God! Never mind. <laughs> Everybody's losers. Yeah. You don't win the Grey Cup. You don't win anything. Doesn't matter. No, nope. yeah. There's, there's only they one always, winner. They always there's say one winner. Second. They always say second place is the first loser. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's fact of the matter. It's a true story. Yep. We can't argue mm-hmm. with that one. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens. And you know, you, you just have. And I still don't understand how the people out there are. Again, this is like three years in a row, and not that they've proved them wrong, but everybody seems to be disrespecting the BC Lions. I mean, I, I saw somebody had a, a sixth place in the power rankings. I mean, not that I really give a shit about the power rankings at this point in time in the season, but how do you put the Lions at se- a, a, in six? I don't understand. You know, I, I, couldn't I, even, I, don't... I couldn't even put Montreal in second. Yeah, but I don't think that's a dislike for the BC Lions. I think that's a dislike for Christopher Jones, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really I'm do. I'm put you on mute. Sorry. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, man. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I didn't make a comment on it, so they didn't round me up on it. I just don't understand how they can – people can actually think that. Well, I mean, people have got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in first place in the power ready season. Like, seriously? There's not a fucking hope in hell. They're, they're, they're lucky if they're going to be fourth in the West. Aren't they a dynasty already? <laughs> no, that's Winnipeg's the dynasty. What the hell's the matter with you, Will? Come on. <laughs> I mean, wasn't it Todd Mogi the other day that said that it's a decade-long dynasty for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers already? Yeah, it's a decade or something like that. It was some bunch of crap. Yeah, decade-long dynasty. And they were comparing Streveler and Kolaris to Wilkinson and Moon. It's like, oh, my and God. <laughs> No, Wilkinson and Moon could both pass the ball. Uh, Zach Caleros can throw the ball. Yes. In in fact, I think Zach Caleros is a far better quarterback than Tom Wilkinson ever was. He wasn't the one I was talking about. I was talking about Trembler. I know what you were talking about. I think they're comparable, but nobody can touch Warren Moon. Sorry. Just my opinion. Well, Doug Flutie could, in my opinion. 
No, no, we're not talking. Doug Flutie's not in the conversation right now. So he's talking about no, Winnipeg. But you, just, you just said I don't think anybody can touch Warren Moon, and I said, well, I think Doug Flutie did. But no, no, in the, I think he in was comparison in Winnipeg. In the comparison I, of the four, no. Okay, we'll stop. I know. Um, so one of the things that one of the stats on Vernon Adams, since we're still talking about him. Um, did you know that he is going to uh, pass Doug Flutie this year in all-time passing yards for the BC Lions? Yeah, but didn't Doug Flutie play for the BC Lions for 10 minutes or something like that? For two years? A season, one a season one, and a half? It was, it, it, it was only one season, it was wasn't seasons. it, Charles? Was it two? No, it was two okay. seasons, it was, 90, and, or it was 90 two, and 91. But he, but, he wasn't, but he wasn't the starter in one of them. Uh, he was the part-time sorry. His first year, Doug Flutie's first year in BC, uh, he was he was mentally started, but he actually ended up sharing the starting job most of the year with Joe Pow Pow because he was still kind of uh-huh. learning his uh, learning the ropes in in BC. So he wasn't uh, of course he wasn't the Doug Flutie we were used to not in his first season. Once we got to the second season, mind you, that's where things started to change in a real hurry. But his first season was kind of a feeling out season, so he was in and out of the starters' job. Yeah, and Actually, he really started. I, I saw an interview with him the other Pavel day, Bilovich and I was quite over. surprised by it. His, his uh, Doug Flutie's biggest CFL regret was not staying with the BC Lions. He said he should never have left for Calgary, and I thought, wow, really? Why would you say that? You well, went yeah, off and had I, great I, success in Calgary and went off and had great success in Toronto. You didn't have success in Vancouver. He, and, he, and he said his biggest regret was not staying in Vancouver. Hmm, interesting. So, okay, so Vernon Adams signed up for three years, extended through mm-hmm. there. Um, hopefully he stays healthy and he in, continues to improve. And uh, we should uh, be looking at a good quality BC Lions team for the first time in a decade or so. Well, no, they've been good quality for the last two years. Yeah. They, they've been good quality, so. but you, if, if you're not winning the Grey Cup, you're, you're a loser. Right. And they've been a loser okay. for how many How many years now have they been a loser? 12? 13, Too many. 14? No, it's been more than that. 2011, so yeah, 13. They had the second longest Grey Cup trout uh, other than Hamilton. They're coming up to Winnipeg folklore. No, they're not. Not even close. (laughs) (laughs) But it is 13 years. It is is time for them to win a Grey Cup. Yeah, Yeah, only... Only 15 years away from Winnipeg's record. Come on. 15 years can go by like nothing. I don't know. Hamilton well, so, might catch I'm, that. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, but Vernon Adams is not the guy that's going to take them to a Grey Cup. Why not? He's just not that guy. Why not? I do. I disagree. Well, we we will see in the end who's right. Well, of course, will. Yeah, he is not. He is, he is not going to lead him to the promised land. He's got, like you okay. say, he's got great stats. He's got great stats, but he hasn't won any of the games that really count. 
there you he's go. He's played Let's one see. year. He's played one year with BC. It's the first one time full that he's year. played in his entire career. One full year. Yep. Yep. One okay. full year. It's the first time that he played with a, a, a consistently good team. Yep. So you cannot look at what he's done in the past with all the other teams and say, oh, this is going to follow him around like a boat anchor around his neck. Because it's not. Sure I can. Sure I can. You can you, say the same well, thing about Zach Caleros. Now, I think Zach Caleros is one of the best quarterbacks huh? that we've the CFL's ever seen. But in reality, he, he, he really didn't do anything in Toronto, Hamilton, Toronto, Saskatchewan, until he got to Winnipeg and got into a consistently good team. And, and, yes, I'm going to compare Vernon Adams right now to Zach Caleros in the ability, in the fact that this is the first time that he's had a team around him. And God knows what will happen. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. William Williams Stanback nope. might actually do something. Yeah, no, we don't know what will happen. My opinion is he's not the guy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, you definitely have a right to your opinion. in the CFL right now. Yeah. If Cody Fajardo was the right guy for Montreal, Vernon Adams is the right guy for BC. I mean, no, I, well, yeah, I mean, one, one, good point. Okay? Because anything can happen. Once again, of course. all I have to say, all I have to say is Marcus Crandall. Okay. Marcus yep. Crandall, exactly. Marcus Crandall, okay. But Cody Fajardo is another good example, okay. Darian Durant, there's another good example, okay. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I, I hate to admit when Christopher Jones is right about something, but um, winning the Grey Cup, winning the Grey Cup is not a quarterback thing. It's a team thing. It's a team thing. Then you're not going to do it without a good quarterback. No. Well, no, no. You don't have to have a good quarterback. Well, you have to have a Montreal middle of the road it, quarterback. Middle of the road quarterback. You have to have a work. competent quarterback. Yes, you do. I hate that word game manager, but you have to have one of those. Yeah, I agree. So. so. I mean, but, you know, there's, there's, there's always the blind mouse that does find the cheese eventually. And like you said, like Darian Durant, Cody Fajardo, Marcus Crandall. Um, and there's a plethora of other guys that have won the quarter, the, the great I, cup that I, probably shouldn't have. Once again, I wonder. In D- Damon Allen. I don't know how many times did Damon Allen win it and he never should have. I wonder in 2019 if Winnipeg would have won the great cup. With what's his face? God, I can't remember his name. Help Which one? Is it? What year? The guy who got 19. hurt in 2019. Before For Winnipeg. Zach Polaris. Oh, yes, uh, Zach, Zach uh, um, um, Nichols. Yeah, him. Yes, Matt. Yes, Nichols. Matt Nichols. Would Matt they, Nichols? Would they have? Would they have won the Grey Cup with Matt Nichols? I don't think they, they were. Have, well, but you don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. No, nope. no, you're right. So, I mean, everything lined up, and they ended up playing Hamilton in the Grey Cup. 
and they looked pretty unbeatable. So they did. You never know. Tell us, in 2019, Saskatchewan looked really good. Yeah, yes, they, they were did. In first place. They were in first place. What uh, they were like They were first in the West. No, I yeah. think that's what you meant. Yeah, first in the West. That's but what I mean. they were I don't, also only a, a, they were only a crossbar away from going to the Grey Cup because remember Cody Fajardo was the quarterback of Saskatchewan. In the, what? <laughs> it's true. He was the he was the coach. He was the quarterback for Saskatchewan, and he hit the crossbar, and that was the end. Yeah. Hey, here's, okay. here's, here's, here's a th- hey guys, here's the thing to consider: winning yeah. the Grey Cup isn't as hard as getting to that game. Once you're there, you got a fifty-fifty chance of winning. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. To get mm-hmm. there, to get through the season and win, win the East or West final to get there, that's the important part. You can't put yep. that together, and that's one of the things I don't think Vernon will be able to do, but that's just me. He has this long history of having cold games when it's not a good time to have a cold game. Well, I've you can't wrong. blame Dominic Rhymes on him. No, I, I can't blame anything on anybody, but it's just a lot of things got to go right to get there. And I just, I just don't think he's the guy. Well, well, and 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 on that Dominic Rhymes thing, well, now if he does go down and you get to kick the field goal, who says you make the field goal for the win? And he is true. Sean White was Sean the most, White was the most Sean and and what I was going to say, you're not the guy until you become the guy. Okay, it's pretty Fair simple. Point. Fair point. Okay, because would any of us on this panel pick Cardi F- Cody Fajardo to be the guy? Not fucking me. Never, yeah, sure. Not a chance. Right. So, well, one, I one, still can't believe again, it. I, I gave him a fifty-fifty chance of being the guy once he got to the game. Yeah. Wait. Well, yeah. Well, that's true of any quarterback because there's only two quarterbacks starting. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's also well, in the Eastern is... Division, right? The fact that he getting to the Grey Cup is a hell of a lot easier in the Eastern Division than it is getting into the Grey Cup in the Western Division. It this sure was last con- year. This is a boot conversation, mm-hmm. anyways, yeah. because Jake Mary is going to throw for seven thousand yards this year. So yeah, don't tell him that. going to come close. I, I am happy that Vernon is making some real money finally. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and you know what? He probably is too. Yes. Well, he should be. I'm sure there was a time when he doubted it would happen. Well, he thought he should have made that money when he first came to BC. Remember? <laughs> well, no. He thought he should have been the anointed starter too. Yeah. Who's that? Over Travis Lule. Vernon Adams. When he first yeah. came to BC, he he. he uh, he was on the oh, yeah, when he list was a rookie. with the Lions. No, he was on yes, the negotiations right. list, and he found out about it, and he forced the activation of it with Wally Buono and said that I, it, I'm coming to BC and I expect to be the starter. And Wally said, fuck you. And traded no, you're not. Montreal. Yep. Do you remember, what did they trade his rights for? Was that for the first-round pick? I think it was, wasn't I it? I don't know. I, I think it was. No, I think it was a, I think it was a, a 
was a set of socks and a roll of duct tape. So, so it was more valuable than for than a first round pick. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it was two thousand May of two thousand sixteen and uh BC got a first round selection in the two thousand seventeen draft, which was Danny Vanderbilt overall third overall. Okay, which shows you the value of a shows you the value of a first round pick. <laughs> he was a household name. For sure. Danny was Danny a bad uh, receiver. Uh, he he okay. wasn't, but he wasn't a great receiver any, either. He never really was a starter. I played here, and then well, I no. think he went to Edmonton after. Am I right or about that? I thought he went to Ad- Edmonton. Uh, he did, yeah. 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 But he was never a starter okay. anywhere, really. Let's jump over to this. Uh, long-time Tiny Cat, Simone Lawrence announces his retirement. You know, it, I, uh-huh. I don't think he really wanted to retire. I think he wanted to play another year or two, and he just kind of was hanging no around takers. and hanging around, and they were talking back and forth, and nobody seemed to – I mean, the only team that was going to take him was the Tiny Cats, and I think the Tiny Cats were done with him. So yeah, well, I think they gave him a pretty job. cool what they've done. They gave him a job. They yeah. gave him a good job. They're they're giving him this huge retirement party. They're probably going to retire his number. Um, you know, it, nobody seems like Simone Lawrence, and I I I I cannot help but defend the guy. He played on the edge. He played with great passion. And sometimes it kind of went over the edge a little bit, but I don't think he was ever maliciously a dirty player. Not like Angelo Mosca was. Where he went out of his way to hurt people. I don't think Simone Lawrence actually went out of his way to hurt anybody. And and same with, uh, if I remember correctly, Tyrese Bear, right? Yeah, he was one that got quite, uh, yeah. They were both considered dirty players, but I don't. I think they just played with that that little bit extra passion that they needed to be, and they were aggressive, and they were they were they were mm-hmm. successful at it. I mean, Simone Lawrence, if you look at his career, which is what eleven years, twelve years, he was only suspended twice. Not not that. And some players out there never get suspended, but you know if you're going to call the guy a dirty player, you, you, mm-hmm. you've got to he's got to have a, a, a worse track record than that. In my opinion, I I don't mind the guy. I, I don't have a problem with what was going on. Mm-hmm. And g- good for Hamilton to take care of him the way that they do, because he's a fan favorite and he's part of the team. He's part of the town. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Rick, what do you? Yeah, what, see, what are your see, sentiments on on Simone here? I, I've got no problems with him at all. He's a good player. Uh, nice to see the team treating his way. You know, treating him well. And you know, this is as a 
football coach friend of mine always says, this is football after all. It's not tennis. It gets rough out there. Yeah. It's like a street fight yeah. with some rules. You know, so I, I, I've, I've no problem with him at all. I thought he was a, a stellar player. Yeah, that's why girls don't play. But, it, but, it, but at, 30, at 35, he's getting a little long in the tooth anyway to be playing like that. So maybe a good good idea to move to an off-the-field off job. <laughs> but there's no way in hell he can't say that he's not hurting every morning when he gets up. Oh, of course, course he not. is. Of course not. You can't you can't play in the game. It doesn't matter what age you are. It hurts the whole season. A oh, rough way to earn a living. Yeah. Hats off to them all. hundred uh, percent. And I was talking to somebody mm-hmm. the other day, and it was just like, and he goes, "How can you watch the CFL?" And I says, because I make more money than most of those guys, and I can respect somebody who's willing to go out there and put their their body on the line for my entertainment. I, I don't have a I, – I, you know, if you're making $24 million a year, I, I'm not respecting you. You know, you should get beat up. But anyhow – Kind of a, my own philosophy, so we just carry on and move on with that one. So yeah. Tony Lawrence is done. Yeah. What, William, what's your thoughts on the on the man? I ne- I never had a problem with him whatsoever. He's a guy. I I I I like the guys who have big mouths as long as they back their big mouths up with good play. And he was a good player, if not a great player. So yeah, no, I think he was a great whatsoever. player. I mean, he. No problem whatsoever. So. Yeah. Okay. So where are we going to go here with next? We've got a team-by-team look at CFL free agency on CFL.ca. This has actually got to have something good on it here. Uh, oh, it's just it's the additions and signings and departures of, of yeah. the different teams. Yeah. And I think we've gone over most of this already once already. And yeah, uh, there we go. I'm sorry, Will. What was that? Yeah, we have last week. <clears throat> I was really trying to find this week. Yeah, nothing really changed this week. Not a whole lot. There were a few signings, but like we've said before, after the first two or three days, the signings really kind of drop off almost completely. Um, just because, you know, the teams have spent their money. Right. Okay, so you, you've all heard that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders won free agency for 2024, yep. correct? They did. That's what I heard, yeah. Hands That's down. the rumor. Hands down. So, Hands down. So they signed eight players. Toronto signed eight players. Hamilton signed nine players. Now, is it the caliber of player or is it the quantity? Is it quantity versus quality? Is it what? I mean, Saskatchewan got some good players, but they still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. what really counts is what really counts is who signed the good quality Canadian players. 
<laughs> I, you know what, Will? I, I disagree with you. I really think it's who signs the kicker. Okay? Okay, my mistake. Not right. just the kicker, but Edmonton, the but the guy that's on the kick for Speedy. Okay, so that yeah. made them so they won, an they exception. They won free agency. They won free agency for sure. Right. So. Well, yeah. If you look at it, Toronto signed Liam Hirelahu. That's true. That's that's actually, that's a good, that was that's a that's a good signing. signing. I've always liked Hula Hoop. He's a good player. So, yeah. That is a good signing. I think Bourne's going to Edmonton was a good signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right? thank I mean, God. Edmonton. Go ahead, Will. Say, thank God. Thank God today on TSN or yesterday on TSN, the headline wasn't BC Lions extend the Vadges contract. <laughs> Honestly, I'd love that. I thought oh, I would have thought that was funny. Yeah, Milt Stegall. He's gonna. He's never gonna live, live that one down. No, um, he's not. You no. know, if 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 you never. look at the teams, team by team by team, on on what they signed for free agency, I really think Edmonton is one of the most improved teams. <sighs> Edmonton, they yeah, actually I would, got I, a quarterback. I see that. Well, who did they sign? Let's look McLeod at McLeod Thompson. Yeah, but you never liked him as a quarterback. I like him a lot better than anything else they had. Yeah, but they still have Trey Ford. <sighs> I, uh, that's what I, I was going to say. Trey Ford is a lot of good quarterback. Did I again? I think and he's still... Don't... They also got Javon Leak, which is that ki- a running back kick returner, the number one special teams player in the CFL last year. Mm-hmm. Hard to argue with that one. That was a good move. I guess we won't really see who's won until they put the product on the field and see how all the new pieces work together. Exactly, and I mean, you're looking at Saskatchewan. You've got a rookie head coach. You've got a rookie coaching staff. You know and what? And you've got a whole I, pile of mercenaries. According to this article about who did well, okay, Edmonton mm-hmm. only signed uh, one player. One player, and that's not and true. They didn't, and they didn't lose anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. It's absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely wrong. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but the one player they do have there, Javon Leak, he's a nice he's a good addition for sure. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> Okay, so who are the nine according to Marshall Ferguson, the nine sneaky good free agent signings? One per team. Okay? So these are the sneaky good signings. Pete Robertson, BC Lions. I never heard mm-hmm. of this guy before. Did I, did, did I miss something here? 
No, Pete Robertson is actually a very good defensive lineman. He was the uh, um, he was a leading uh, he led the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in sacks last year. Okay. The last two years, he's got like uh, I think uh, he had thirteen and he had eleven. He's not obviously he's not what's his name um, uh, Matthew Betts. But he's not a bad guy to bring in if you're losing those sacks. He's a guy that can get you sacks. Right. And, I mean, if, if you look at who, who's your defensive line coach, it's John Bowman. John Bowman, okay. yep. Yeah. Amazing. He, he did an amazing job with the defensive line last year. One of the best D-linemen ever in the league coming over from Montreal. And then BC picked up Seattle Evans as well. So I, I think your, your backfield or the defensive backfield is going to be very well balanced. Uh, number two, Edmonton Elks picked up Boris Beatty, <laughs> kicker, plate, punter. No, they didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, they didn't. Edmonton Elks? I thought they did. Not according yeah, to they the did. last article, they didn't. Not according to the last article. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that article wrong. isn't right. Anyways, okay. He's not right, Will. He's not okay. right. Okay. So they picked up Boris Beatty, kicker, punter. Calgary picked up Trayvon Tate, an old lineman. This this might go a long ways to helping out little Jake Mayer. He needs to see what happens there. Saskatchewan's yeah. big signing was a guy named Adam O'Clair. Him I'm not familiar with. He came out of the, the Red Blacks. He was a, a big uh, part of the, the Rouge d'Or. Um, but, you know, to me, again, a linebacker, Canadian linebacker. Winnipeg's big signing. Who was Winnipeg's big signing this year? <laughs> You're laughing at Rick. Who, writes, who writes? Who writes this shit? <laughs> Chris Drabler. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. This was a this was a big thing for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. According to some people, yes. You yes. know what? Bomber if fans. He wins, if he wins another four Grey Cups, he'll be right up there with Warren Moon. Oh, wait, he's got to start five great cups. Okay, sorry. They're four and a half. Rick, you're a Winnipeg Blue Bomber yeah. fan. This is yeah. indisputable. Like I said last week, I I still don't know why we want him. I'm figuring I, out. I agree with you. I'm not, we're not going to talk about Chris Trevler here, but I want to ask you an honest question. How long do you think Zach Caleros is going to continue to play? A couple I was, years. I was a bet. I was a betting man. I say one more season. This season, and then another one, or is this his last? No, I think. I think this is his last season. He's going to play. Okay. I'm not disputing that. I I, I agree with you. I, I, I honestly didn't just, think that he would play this year coming up. 
just my thought. I, I wasn't 100% sure partway through last year either. But no. You could see him slowing down. Yep. And everybody thinks that I was like, oh, yeah, you're just a hater. And I said, I don't hate Zach Clarence. He's one of my favorite players all time. But I well, guess he just it weren't just moving quite the way that they needed to be for him. And and he's only one concussion away from being done anyway. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but we've been but saying that we've been saying so that for I. four years. We've been saying True. that for four years. So yeah, law of, law of averages. Time starts running out on a man. More times he goes to the well. True. He has put a hit. But his O line is not as strong as what it once was. Yeah, but have you? That's seen a that good point. Kazoo? Have you seen that? We kazoo don't know this yet. He wears? Was that Fred Flintstone's ha- a friend? The great kazoo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we we, we don't you, we don't you know, actually know. His his O line might be better this year. Stanley Bryant be. is older. Hardrick is gone. Yep. And that other guy is gone. Who? Somebody went down to the states, yeah. right? No, hey, somebody retired. So somebody retired. Yeah. Somebody retired. That's the what it two, was. Mm-hmm. The two replacements. The two replacements might be better. Yeah, never do. Might be. But it's going to take them months to gel and play football together. In the meantime, you're putting yeah, your no. quarterback out on the on the edge. We shall. We shall see. And don't He's forget professional after all, right? They could also put uh, Chris Trevor in the backfield to block for him too. So, well, the smart and thing gonna... to do would put have Chris Trevor be your starter for the first four or five games. And everybody well, says no, those games actually, are meaningless anyhow. So why put Zach Galeros at risk? I should don't forget <laughs> they've spent some money on a running back, so they're going to run the ball for sure. So, well, of course they are. Okay, so Chris Strebler is the number one signing for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I mean, that was the uh, the end all be all. I mean, that, I mean, you might as well just stop talking about the rest of the, the league, right? Because he is just he's just amazing. Yeah, what a score! So, no, never get him back so, from the NFL. So, so but. So the the best signing in Winnipeg wasn't wasn't the number one running back in the CFL, and it wasn't the number one receiver in the CFL. It was a fucking guy who hasn't been in the CFL for four years. Really? I Come think on. these are guys that were. I think that these were guys that weren't previously there. I think they were signings from other teams. Yes, it's it's okay. the top nine. Sneaky good free agent signings, not the top nine best signings. Right. Fuck. Wow. Sneaky okay. good. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. Sneaky good. Like, okay. Like nobody else in the league knew about Chris Trevler, so that was sneaky. Nobody in the league was <laughs> know. up to find Nobody wanted him. <laughs> There's anyway, like move six on. Six other quarterbacks out there that were better, so just saying. Okay. So Hamilton Tiger Cats scooped up a guy named Jamal Peters, defensive back. Yeah. 
I think the sneaky free agent signing in Hamilton was uh, Scott Milanovic's head coach, but that's beside the point. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Okay, Toronto Argonauts picked up a defensive back, Tunde Adelike. I did pretty good with that. Tunde. Tunde Adelike. Tunde Adelike. Yeah, yeah. Pretty close. Fuck off, Will. Okay. It was close enough. And you, you know what, what I was good, talking about. That's a good that's a good signing, but he's hurt a lot, so he was a he was a Stampeder number one draft pick about four or five years ago, so but he gets hurt a lot. So but it is But we already signing. established the fact that a draft pick is irrelevant for the first four or five years. No, so he's been he, quite good. He's for actually the first only four becoming relevant. Years. No, but he's a whore. Oh. He goes to he's a whore. He goes anywhere for an extra five thousand bucks. <laughs> so. so be it. The big sneaky signing for the Ottawa Red Blacks was Dominic Rhymes. Well Sure. If Dominic Rhymes stays healthy and Drew Brown actually gets to throw the ball. This might be a good thing for Ottawa Red Blacks. We all want them to do better than they have been because they've been pretty much terrible. Because mm-hmm. you certainly cannot continue to um, bank on Jeremiah Mazzoli. I'll still be shocked if we see him back in the CFL. I think he's done. Yeah. He should he have been done, done two, two years, years ago. ago. Yep. Okay, he should have been done. I mean, he missed the beginning of last season and the season before. He's going to miss the beginning of this season. How, how, do, you, how do you take a quarterback into training camp that is not scheduled to play football until week five or six of the league of the year. Yeah, How well, do you do that? Yeah, okay. And you guys I don't know. know. I don't get you it. Guys, you guys know my opinion on Jeremiah Mazzoli. He was a never was been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then that's the same thing with Trevor Harris. They both were competent quarterbacks. They just never did anything. Okay. So the last the last sneaky signing goes to the Montreal Alouettes. Sean Thomas Erlington, running back. Yeah. No, they extended him. They actually <clears throat> gave him an extension. And me and one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the CFL. <laughs> That's funny. So they gave up um, William Stanback, and they got this Sean Thomas Erlington. Who is a Canadian running back who's never done anything, and he gets hurt quite often. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then Stanback hasn't been healthy in, what, three or four years either. Yeah, well... 
I don't know. Okay. Who is the West's biggest off-season stories? Well, this is, you know, what just happened to me? What just happened to you? I don't know. Why? Okay. Pat Stein, well, oh, that thing just took off on me. That's okay. Uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers double trouble with Brady Oliveira and Dalton Schoen. The, the best impactful signings of the free agency, without question. Those were the two best signings. Uh, I'll take Dalton Schoen over Tim White. I think most people would. So, I, I, I think Winnipeg did a, a, an amazing job signing these two guys up. Uh, everybody was betting money. Bomber fans were crying in their milkshake. There's no way that they thought that they could sign both of these guys, and they did. So good for them. That they lost a couple of guys in the meantime. But, um, I mean, who was it? Uh, Adam Big Hill, I think, uh, was ecstatic about the signings that Winnipeg made, but sad that he mm-hmm. lost some good, that, you know, you lost some good pieces. And, and without question, you did. Okay. Um, Edmonton Elks, the return of Macbeth, McLeod Bethel Thompson. Um, big signing in Edmonton. Big signing. I mean, think about this. Chris Jones has been in the league for how long? Forever and ever and ever as a head coach. This is the first time that he's actually had a real quarterback. Think about it. Go back. Well, he had Mike Riley. He did have Mike Riley. Won a great cup with Mike Riley, so hard to say that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He, he really – he never put a lot of credence into his offense. And uh, there he is. He still has Trey Ford under contract. I would really like to see Trey Ford and come over to BC and back up Vernon Adams. Uh, I just – it's just on Christopher's wish list. Yeah, I'm here to, don't think, hold your breath on not that. Not that I think that Trey, Trey Smith is an amazing quarterback, Trey Ford is an amazing quarterback, because I don't think he is. I really don't think he is. I think there's, it's more hype because he's a Canadian than anything else. But his playing style is very similar to Vernon Adams. So, you know, it, for the, time, the few times that he would have to go in and play for him, uh, the, 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 the offense would be seamless. That's that's the only thing that I hope on that one. But uh, we'll see what happens. Chris Jones did not have a lot of confidence in him last year, even when he was winning. But in, seriously, what did he win, three games last year? Two against Ottawa and one against Hamilton? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. It's not like he, he, he was a rock star or anything. Okay. Saskatchewan made all those splashes. Yeah, it's okay. <coughs> Jeremy O'Day, without question, the number one GM in the CFL. He just absolutely built the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to win the Grey Cup. I mean, without question, he just went out and. He just, he just built himself a football team. Oh, no, sorry. He bought himself a football team. Huge difference. Uh, 
So we'll see what happens with Saskatchewan. I, I still think it's going to take them a while before they get all the pieces come together. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, you got a rookie head coach. You got a bunch of rookie coaches in there, and and then you've got a whole pile of misfit players. I call mercenaries who just went to the highest bidder, and uh, that that's tough to bring together. Rick, you're a football coach. What do you agree with that, or what? What's your take on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders this year? Very much. Once again, they they picked up a lot of pretty new toys, but I don't know how they will all mesh together in the new. And and who knows what the you know new head coach, mind you, rookie head coaches sometimes do things differently that are very effective because they don't know don't know any better. But yeah, I, I, I I'm still I, putting that. I just went through Devon playbook years, you know. Yeah. Middle middle of the pack to bottom this year. They're not gonna they're not gonna click right away even if they do. No. I, I think Edmonton's gonna jump over them this year. But then I said that last year. And the year before. But you see that's what you said last year and it didn't turn out so well. No but again, because they never I did, did too, get a quarterback. To be Right. So, we'll see what happens. I mean, their big signing of AJ Olette, um, fabulous signing out of Toronto. The running back, he's a he's a good kid. He's a pounder up the middle. Needs a haircut really bad. And uh, no, you know the yeah. What's that, Will? You uh, like his mullet? Uh, no, no, he'll fit, into, like he'll, he'll fit into Saskatchewan like a glove. Okay. Oh, I know. He already has. He's never played a down you football think? for them, and he's a god. Yeah, and there's somebody in town right now that's imitating his hairdo, and he'll, they'll be selling wigs like that in the first game of the year, for sure. Oh, 100%. Well, and I'm sure he'll be able to for find sure. some cousins he can date. Yeah. Now, now, don't get racist or whatever. Why not? I don't know. I can just I just picture the first guy comes out with the watermelon helmet with that hair hanging out of the back of it, okay? <laughs> it'll be special. Yeah, it'll be special. You want one, admit it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, partial to so, green. Here, here's the, here, here's where, you know, earlier on in the show, I said that the BC Lions get no respect, none, zero, right? And just nobody does that. And here we've got this article by Pat Steinbeck, Steinberg, and he's going off and he's talking about all the wonderful things that every team has done. Winnipeg's got their double trouble. Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson showing up. All the toys in Saskatchewan. Gets down to BC. The only thing that he's got to say about BC is Matthew Betts is gone. Yeah. Nothing about bringing in William Stanback or nothing, just Matthew Betts is gone. No, no. And I don't really think Matthew Betts is a big loss. You know, and I, and I don't mean that. Uh, he was a good defensive player. Him. He was a great defensive player. 
but it was because the entire defense was good. If you don't have the defensive backs covering the receivers down field, you can't be rushing the quarterback because he's just going to walk, you know, throw the ball and touch down. So football is a team sport. There's no one player that is going to be missed in this aspect of things. And I think the couple of other signings that they had with – after Betts is gone, uh, is going to really make a difference. I, I, I'm just, it just pisses me off that they can't find something good to say about the Lions. It's all so about what, how so, they've lost something. So what, what was bigger? What was bigger, losing Matthew Betts or losing uh, Cameron Wake? Losing who? Matthew Betts or Cameron Yeah, I Wake. heard that. Cameron Wake? Cameron Wake. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cameron Wake. Yeah, Cameron Wake. Uh, by a long shot. Cameron okay. Wake by a long shot. Okay. Where did CJ go? Where is he still trying to figure out who did Cameron Wake him? was? No, I'm sure he knows who Cameron Wake is. We might have lost. He's not hearing. He's not hearing anymore. No. Are you still here, Rick? Rick, are you still here? Okay, so we lost CJ. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I just uh, dropped off at the face of the earth here. Hmm. Well, that ain't good. Well, we'll just keep going. I'm sure he'll maybe along shortly. Okay. Oh, yeah. he oh there he he's is. Gone. Where is he? Oh, I thought he... he can't hear you. Is this working? There. Now, now, we, can you. now we can hear you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I had to turn off my headset. No, no, I very much know who Cameron Wake is. I mean, you're, okay. you're comparing okay. Cameron Wake to Matthew Betts. That's like comparing no, Beth Flutie to uh, Cody Fajardo. Well, I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. So you've lost a bigger defensive player before. So Matthew Betts is not that big. Mm-hmm. No. That's all Absolutely I'm saying. not. No. And once not again, we've all, lost, we've all lost players. And as you say, Christopher, we replaced them with other players. And it's the truth, mm-hmm. right? So, 100%, I mean, look, you know? Look, look, we had Bo Levi Mitchell, and now we have Jake Mayer. There's just no – it was seamless. It was seamless, mm-hmm. okay? I actually think that's a bit of an upgrade, but – Yeah, but, okay. Well, from the, from the old Bo that you had, yeah, I think you said Jake Mayer's a better quarterback than what Bo was the last year or the year before, 100%. No, Jake, no, Jake Mayer's not better than Matthew Schlitz, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> he might be the starter yeah, by the middle of the year. Who does BC have for a backup quarterback right now? Middle Charles? of the year, Charles, game five. Yeah. Right now, the Lions' backup, I guess, would be um, Jake Dogala. We don't have – Either Jake Dogala or um, – Prokop. Jake Dogala or the other guy, uh, Dakota Prokop. That's yeah. right. Oh, right, 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 right. We, we did pick up Prokop. Okay, so that's our short yardage guy, and Dogala's our number two. Right. Okay, so 
Anyhow, yeah, I don't know what happened to my phone. It just stopped working, I guess. I, I look at it. I'm still online. Everything's going. I'm listening to you guys, so everything was fine, but I guess you weren't. Mm-hmm. The mic just stopped working. Maybe it's muted. I don't know. I'll just keep going. We don't have that much half an hour left of the show, so we'll just uh, I'll just kind of do it with the phone here. Um, that's the West's biggest off-season stories. We've done the nine sneaky good free agent signings. Long-time Simone Lawrence. Team-by-team team look at free agency. We follow that. Look at that. How about, oh, let's do this. The way-too-early power rankings. Did we do this last week? So, William. No. What's that? Yeah, I thought we did. Nothing. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. So, uh, William, I want you to give me the William William Power Rankings right now. Can you do that? Yeah. Who's number one? Like, are we talking? Are we talking one to nine? We're talking one to nine. The entire CFL, everything together. We're finished free agency. We know who signed who. We know what's going on. The only thing that's a question right now is the draft, which isn't going to make a difference. I want your power rankings. Who's the number one team in the league right now? Winnipeg. 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 Charles. Winnipeg. Rick. Winnipeg. And CJ comes out with the Bombers. Okay? Absolutely impossible to move them out of first place at this point in time with Zach Caleros as the quarterback. It's just, it's just not possible. There's no way that you can do that. Except for CFL staff has the Montreal Alouettes in first place. So uh, stupid. That's Montreal solely Alouette. because they won the Great Cup. Had they not won the, the Great Cup, they'd, they'd, be the nowhere, they'd be nowhere near first place if they hadn't won the Great Cup. No. Lightning in a bottle. No, not at all. Okay. So, William. Bingo. Second yeah. place. Number two in your power rankings right now, who is it? BC. BC. And, Rick, what do you say? Agreed, BC. Charles? BC? Okay, so we're unanimous on the first two picks here. No doubt about it. Okay, I have BC as number two. Um, And only because I can't take Winnipeg out of first place. So here's the big one kicker now. Charles, who are you putting in third? This is where I'll put Montreal. Okay. And I I, I can't argue with you on this one. Uh, William? Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Yep. I know what you're going to say. Edmonton. Oh, maybe not. Putting Edmonton in third place. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. And your reasoning for that is why? McLeod Bethel Thomas. Okay. Because of the because of the quality of quarterbacks in the CFL, 
They've got to have the number three quarterback. They have to have the the number three quarterback in the CFL. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Charles, you were expecting him to say Saskatchewan. Yes, I was. That was exactly what I expected him to say. Rick, who do you have in third place? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Mm. I'm going to go with Toronto. Good. Interesting. Interesting. Mostly any, any based particular on the Mostly based on the performance overall last year. I mean, without that shit game in the Eastern Final, and that was a shit game. Totally out of character for them. Um, they played yeah, in that, Ottawa four I'm, times, I'm, Hamilton four times, five times. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not hard to break winning records when you got a, when you're playing these orphans. I know. I just thought they were a pretty solid team. So I was I was going back and forth between Toronto and Edmonton. So I'll go Toronto okay. to be different. Now I'm I'm going to take Montreal in this position, third position, only because they they just seem to be building themselves a solid team in the fact that. They had nothing at the beginning of last season, and they ended up being one of the better teams in the league and actually winning the Grey Cup, despite the fact that they have Cody Fajardo as their quarterback. So I'm going to take Montreal in third place, and I'm going to fill the back end of it with Edmonton in fourth. So who are you taking in fourth place now, Rick? Edmonton. Okay. So you, you you're you're taking Montreal down to fourth to fifth or sixth spot now? Is that what you're going to tell me? Yep. Okay. Charles, fourth fourth position for you. I'll I'll put Toronto in fourth. You're going to put Toronto in fourth. Well, we really yes. have a mix. The opinion of the of the middle section of this league right now. You, usually we're we're a little bit more consistent than this. Okay, Toronto in at fourth. You got Montreal at third and Toronto in fourth. William, you have Edmonton in third. Who are you taking for fourth? Uh, I don't know. Um, you have Montreal, Toronto. Nope, neither are. Saskatchewan? No, can't pick them. Can't pick Calgary. Um, can't pick Hamilton. Oof. You pretty much got Ottawa by default there, if that's the case. No, I'm there's gonna, no other I'm teams gonna left. Pick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Hamilton. Ooh. And the You're not reason, take my re- no, my reasoning behind that is this, and I'll tell you what it is: is I know Cody, what Cody Fajardo could do. I know what Trevor Harris can do. I know what 
fucking Jim Kelly wannabe can do. Um, I I think they have a pretty good quarterback in Hamilton, and I'm not talking about Bo. Okay. I'm talking talking about about the other guy. I'm talking about Taylor Powell and Scott Milinovich will be there to help him figure it out. And so I'm going to go with Hamilton. Okay. So this was number five, is that correct? No, that was number four. That was number four. So you got Hamilton at four. Yes. So let's let's recap this for a second. You have Winnipeg, BC, Edmonton, Hamilton. Yep. Okay. And Charles, you have Winnipeg, BC, Montreal. Who's your number four pick? I said Toronto. You said Toronto. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And Rick, you have Winnipeg, BC. Where did you go from there? You went to Toronto. Who's your number four? Edmonton. Edmonton. Okay. Okay. And who's your number five now, Rick? Montreal. (sighs) Montreal, number five. Charles? Edmonton. Edmonton. And William? Montreal. Montreal. Okay. So we got three teams left. Calgary, Ottawa, and Hamilton for all of us, except for Will. Oh, we got Saskatchewan in there somewhere, don't we? Yeah. We got more, we got four teams left. Four teams left. Okay, so your number six pick. Yes. Six six pick. Rick is going to be six pick. It's gotta be Saskatchewan. No, I'm gonna go Hamilton. You're going to go Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And Charles, you're number six? Uh, That's where I'm going to put Hamilton. Okay. William, you had Hamilton at four. You're putting him in at six. Um. I have Calgary, Toronto, Ottawa, Ottawa, and Saskatchewan left. Yeah, Toronto, right? Yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to drink. I'm starting to drink the Kool Aid. Um, I'm gonna put my money on Matthew Schlitz, Calgary. Really? Wow. And and you're picking Calgary above Toronto. Is that what you just told me? Yeah. Okay. Toronto. I personally personally can't do that. Charles? Uh, This is where I'll put Saskatchewan. Yeah. Okay. And Rick? Saskatchewan. 
Okay, and I'm putting Saskatchewan in there as well. So three teams left. Uh, we got Hamilton to uh, Ottawa and um, Calgary. So name your bottom three, Charles. Uh, Ottawa. I got out of Calgary's last. Who am I missing? Hamilton. Hamilton. Ottawa, Hamilton, Calgary. Okay. Rick? You bought Hamilton, Ottawa, Cal- Hamilton, Ottawa, Calgary. Okay. Uh, that's where I am. I got Hamilton, Ottawa, and Calgary. And uh, William, your last three are Ottawa. Toronto, Toronto, and, and Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Um, Toronto, Saskatchewan, and Ottawa. Toronto, Saskatchewan, Ottawa. And they could all interchange. They could all interchange. And the reason I'm so down on Toronto is because they got decimated. In free agency, they did. Um, they got decimated with coaching staff in free agency. They got decimated, yeah. and we'll and we'll we'll get to see how good Ryan Dinwiddie really is as a head coach. Well, I, don't I think, think he's he got lots of he desire together. Yeah. Okay. You guys all have your your computers up in front of you. Yep. I did not. Type in your list and send it to me. Okay. Type type in your list of what it is, and uh, we'll go from there. So, our power ranking list. What's that? You mean our power ranking list? Your power ranking list. That we just did. Put it into yeah. our group chat and send it over, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. Wait. Okay. Do, 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 do. What else do we have here? Uh, the, that was the way too early power rankings. Richie Leone, Jake Thomas, among seven players selected for the CFL Player Mentorship Program. Wow. Slow news week. Yes, it was. Next week's going to be hard. Actually, we might have uh, Dax and Jeff Coates on the panel next week, so maybe we'll be able to have some fun with that. But what is a membership program? Mentorship. I know what mentorship is, but what? Who are they mentoring? Football players, young players, kids, yes. grannies, players, players, yep. players, players. Other players. Yes. Wow, I thought that that was something that you normally do. 
Isn't that the, the job of all veterans? But this is a this is official. Because Randy Ambrosi said so? Apparently. It's all in his new 3.0 plan. He's concerning me again. <laughs> when did he stop? When did he not stop concerning you? Yeah. It's always concerning me. I'd love to know what some people, other people's opinions of him is. I mean, like, seriously, it can't be that good. But, oh, well, see what happens. Hey, Rick, um, hey, Rick when we see Glenn Cooter, we'll have to ask him what his opinion of Randy Ambrose is. Yeah. Where, where do you Tony likes him. Cooter? Say what? Glenn Kudar. Glenn Kudar. That's what I said. Yeah, somebody heard Glenn Suter. Oh, no, Glenn Kudar, because they say, played on U of M's whole line together. Let's see what kind of a smart yeah, well, guy I thought you said Glenn Randy Ambrose is. Glenn no, I didn't. I said Glenn Kudar. Oh, Glenn Kudar. Okay. And who's he? He played... Uh, O-line with Randy Ambrose in university, and he's a friend of ours. So, Oh, okay. And do you see him often? No, he lives in Winnipeg. I, ha- I actually haven't, I haven't seen him since my wedding. So 38 years. Going to see him was in May at Winnipeg. Was he at your wedding? He was, yeah, only guy from high school I invited. I must have been drunk. Fuck. Anyway. Were you old enough to drink? Yeah, I was uh, 23. So did you notice anything about the years? Our birthday is coming up, right, William? Um, Yes. We were born in 1962, and we're going to be 62 years old. Yes, we are. Interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. So, your Marcus Hardrick, O-lineman, was with the BC Lions, went to Winnipeg, hung out there for a while, won a couple of Grey Cups. He's feeling guilty about leaving the Bombers and going to Saskatchewan. Now, is he feeling guilty that he's left the Bombers for more money? Was he still guilty that he left the Bombers to go to the Riders? Or, I mean, there's a whole pile of different levels of, of guilt involved in this. Is it now that he thinks that he can go over there and date his cousins? I, I don't know. I don't understand I mean, that. What, do you feel, what are you feeling guilty about? Isn't there? You can't blame a guy for making $5,000 more a year by going to Saskatchewan. Because the cost of living is probably cheaper in Saskatchewan than it is in Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Really? Yeah, for sure. It's got to be pretty close. No. Christopher, Regina is only 250,000 people. Winnipeg's 780. 
Winnipeg's 780, man. Three times the size. Okay, Abbotsford's over 130,000 people now, and that's Abbotsford. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something's beeping at me over here. What is this? I don't know. Okay, so what do you think about Yoshi here? Should he be feeling guilty that he went over to Saskatchewan for this extra little bit of money? Or is it because Winnipeg didn't want to sign him? He's not feeling guilty. He's a whore. He'll go anywhere for more money, and who cares? You know what? You better pay me more money living in Saskatchewan than in Winnipeg because I'm not living in Regina for nothing. Come on. I don't know. Do you still have to boil the water? You still have to boil the water there to drink it. That's what the 120k signing bonus was for. Yeah. Yeah, he shouldn't feel guilty, and he should. I mean, he's getting a little long in the tooth too. Get the money while you can, because have to get a real job soon. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing is that, you know, these guys are getting older and older and older. Yes, they were good O-linemen. Like, look at Stanley Bryant. What is he, 38 now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot of years to be moving that amount of weight around. Yeah, well. In a competitive manner. Yeah, there was a couple of times last year that Stanley Bryant looked like a pylon, but he also played some pretty good games. So, you know, it just depends, I guess. I think this this article... This article is just about nothing else to write about right now, so we found something to write about. I think a lot of it is, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about the last 13 minutes of our show right now is because we really don't have anything to talk about. Pretty much. No. Pretty much. Pretty much. This is a part of the year where it gets really tough to do the agenda. <laughs> There's I, not I, a I whole know, lot going but on. I appreciate it, Charles. Yep. Maybe I do it. It's it's a, it's a, some days take longer than all others. Maybe at what? this time of the year we should we should get Stephen Sparksman to do a rugby segment. Oh, boy. What do you think? No. No? Okay. I think I'll pass on, I'll think I'll pass on the, the rugby segment here. But what I will okay. suggest is I'm just going to go look at the Let's Talk CFL uh, Facebook group and see what's there. Is there anything interesting? Oh, look, Vernon Adams. Oh, look. Oh, did you see this today? This was big news. Charles, you missed this one completely. From Farhan Lousy. The BC Lions and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers finished first and second, respectively, for the number of offensive and defensive snaps played by Canadians. As a result, they'll receive bonus picks in this year's CFL draft. BC will pick 19th, and Winnipeg will pick 20th, giving each of these two additional draft picks. You missed this completely. This is huge news. 
<laughs> Charles, how could you? I feel shame. Hey, has they almost make it sound like it's a prize. As punishment, I'm going to go back and watch the 2010 draft or whatever it is. Has anybody looked lately? Is the uh, is the staff up this year or not? Mm. They are not. They are not. I went looking. Well, there haven't been any stats. Have, the season hasn't started. Oh my God. They have the stats. They have some of the stats for last year. They don't have all of the stats, and they have no stats anywhere from the year before. How does this guy keep his fucking job? Holy crap. Boggles the mind. It truly does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, that is, that's huge news that there's X that BC and Winnipeg both get additional draft picks. Yeah. Sure Two-time does. all-star defensive back. Carly Brooks retires from the CFL. Who? Exactly. Mm-hmm. He was an all-star? Uh, it, it, it says two-time all-star. Huh. Two-time all-star defensive back Carly Brooks. He looks like he's wearing a Hamilton Tiger Cats uniform. Uh-huh. So... Preseason game has changed its date. That's huge news, too. Uh-huh. If I was that sarcasm? You, what the greatest Grey Cup game of all times was, what would you say? Rick? Pardon me? The Sorry, greatest Grey Cup game of all times. God. I don't think I can pick one. I could pick my favorite. Well, I think that's what you need to do. Okay, pick well, my favorite, favorite I, I I don't remember the year. It was the first time the Bombers broke a, a big, big drought, the year that we traded um, Dieter Brock for... Um, Tom Clement. For Tom Clement, mm-hmm. Clayton Edmonton in the cold. Mm-hmm. Rookie year, that was my favorite. Okay, Charles, what was the best breakup? My fa- well, my favorite and the best are probably two different ones. My favorite was 1994, when nobody gave the Lions a chance to beat go through Baltimore, and they said that they were going to be swallowed up and eaten, and they went out and beat Baltimore. At BC Place in the first Grey Cup game I ever attended live, so that was my was favorite. There. And the best, yeah, the best I think might have been another Grey Cup that I was at, which would have been uh, the 2005 Grey Cup between Edmonton and Montreal, when uh, Edmonton beat Montreal uh, in overtime, uh, 38-35, in a crazy okay. game. Okay, William. What are your thoughts on the greatest breakup game ever? My favorite breakup. No, my favorite Grey Cup of all time. No, I was a Bomber fan back then, Christopher. My favorite Grey Cup was, I do believe it was, correct me if I'm wrong, 
I do believe it was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers playing the BC Lions. Mm. And all I remember is BC's quarterback throwing an interception very last, almost Matt, the last play of the game or something. Matt Dunnigan. Matt Dunnigan. And you guys actually got beat by fucking Sean Salisbury. For fuck's sake, you guys are losers. God, embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hmm. I think I watched that. I think I watched that great cup with you, Rick. And I think we watched it at the Mustangs Clubhouse, their bar. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. So, so, yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. So, my favorite, my favorite Grey Cup of all times has to be the 2009 game between the Montreal Alouettes and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Without question, that had to be the most spectacular ending of any football game ever. <laughs> but that being said, the 1994 game, which was absolutely spectacular and winning on a last-minute field goal to beat those Americans was number yes. one. The worst Grey Cup of my entire life was the 1995 game where those putzes from Calgary let an American team win the Grey Cup. That's the most embarrassing and disgusting Grey Cup game ever. And my, my favorite CFL game of all time, okay, and it wasn't for the game, but it was for what happened after the game, and I've brought this up a couple of times when this particular human being was on our podcast, Western final between BC and Calgary, Calgary and the Grey Cup was in Calgary that year, and BC won, and David Benefield ran down the field telling the Stampeders to get the fuck out of his dressing room. I thought that was classic, okay? I cried. I was laughing so hard. And he remembered that when he was on the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We all remember that. Yeah. It was a priceless. That was great. It was absolutely priceless. Yeah. And then my I mean, second, I was at the Western second... semifinal. Go ahead. Go ahead, Will. My second favorite is it was a game in Calgary. Winnipeg was playing in Calgary. Winnipeg hadn't won in Winnipeg in Calgary in years upon years, and they just destroyed the Stampeders. And uh, Milt Stiegel did his best impersonation of the Stampeder horse running down the sidelines when they scored a touchdown. Once again, it was another – I cried when he did that. It was funny. Yeah. Go ahead. Hmm. I remember a semifinal game not that long ago, 10 years ago, less than, between the BC Lions and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And I was at BC Place Stadium, and we won it on the last play of the game. Again, I think it was a field goal. 
And I jumped up. I was in uh, Club Orange, and I jumped up. I was so excited, and my hands went straight up in the air, and right above me was this 150-ton concrete beam, and I broke my hand punching this beam as I jumped up in the air. And I was talking to Jared Zanowich at the same time, and because he had bet me his house that Winnipeg was going to beat BC, and I'm still waiting for a house in Winnipeg. That must mm. have been back when Jared. That must have been back when Jared drank, right? I was going to say, is, oh, that, yeah. is that really a prize? A house in Winnipeg? So. No. It could be, just depending, I guess, on what district you're in, but I don't know. Yeah, but the Zanewich boys are the Zanewich boys are North End boys, so their house is probably worth twenty grand. So, yeah. Well, twenty grand's twenty grand. Okay, I mean that's not bad. I guess. I guess. Yeah. And you never collected, eh? Hmm. No, you would never pay up. I bug them about it every once in a while. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he made a made a bet. He said, "I'll bet my house." Apparently, they tried. Winnipeg is going to beat the Lions. There's not a hope in hell. Apparently, they tried to find me at the 2019 Grey Cup, but they were they were too drunk to walk or something. So, yeah, I'm just saying. See, you can't even go to CFL.ca right now and go back in the schedules for the, the, the years, because I think it was 2016, and, and, and find out what game that was that I'm, I'm talking about. But right. because it, the only schedule that's there is 2024. You can't go back yeah. and look at what the scores were for last year, because our stats suck because our commissioner is a fucking idiot. Okay. Yes. Um, I have to do this now, guys. This, uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode 564. I've been your host, Chris Jones. we got to talk football. We dragged it a little bit, but hey, what the hell. We're under a minute left. Say goodnight, Charles. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you uh, next week. And Rick. Or something. Good night, all. That's it? That's all you got to say? That's all he's got to say. say. (laughs) See, I have to put Will last because as soon as he finishes talking, he just hangs up. He doesn't continue the conversation. But we've got 25 seconds left. William, say good night. Good night, everybody. Have a great weekend. And I'll probably see you better next week. Ooh, I'm excited. He can't see us. This is a video podcast. It doesn't matter. He hung up already. Okay, yeah, he's not listening. No, he's not. He's gone. Goodbye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.